Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. number 38. You can just look right up above chapter number 11. Um, it's closing chapter number 10 out. Here's what the Bible said in verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Matter of fact, and I said this last Wednesday night, if you'll study your cross-references on um, verse number 38, the beginning of it, now the just shall live by faith, uh, you'll find that it's four different times in the Word of God. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Now, uh, I'll say this, and I'm going to make reference to this verse again as we go through our study tonight. But 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 14 says this, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. And when it comes to faith, to the natural man, in other words, to the man that's not saved by the grace of God, to the man that hasn't, or to the lady that hasn't put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, they don't understand faith. They don't understand why we say we're trusting God by faith. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about faith tonight. Now, I want to show you, I've just got two points tonight, and uh, I want to show you uh, just a couple simple things again out of verse number one of chapter number 11. Now, faith is the substance, uh, faith is the substance of things for hope for. Let's look tonight at the certainty or the expectation of faith. What did it say? It is the substance of things hoped for. I began to study that word substance, and here's what I found out about it. It's from the Greek word hupostasis, and as you began to study that word out, it's made up from the word stasis, which means to stand, and the word hupo, which means under. So this is what it means, that which stands under a foundation for another thing to stand upon, confidence, firm trust, or assurance. It speaks of the ground on which one builds a hope tonight. And here's what he says, faith is the substance Faith is, uh, faith is the foundation. Faith is what we stand upon. Faith is our confidence. Faith is our firm trust. Faith is our assurance tonight. And you say, well, what is faith tonight? Faith is everything to us. It is the foundation uh, besides the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the foundation uh, of our Christian faith. And can I say this to you? I don't put faith above Jesus Christ, but you have to have faith to believe in Jesus Christ. Are you with me tonight? So here's what he's saying to us. Faith is our foundation tonight. Faith in God is the foundation of our lives. We have certainty and confidence 
about our future in heaven because of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to what the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that it is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So you know what the writer of Corinthians is saying to us tonight? Here's what he's saying. Our foundation, our everything is in Jesus Christ. It's in him and him alone. I was studying. I found this interesting. Dr. A.T. Robertson translates substance as this. It's a title deed. What is the title deed? What is the substance? It is the word of God tonight. That's what it is. It's our, and you've heard me say this before, but our Bible tonight, B-I-B-L-E, it's the basic instructions before leaving earth. This is our substance tonight. This is our title deed. What this book says is right is right, and what it says is wrong is wrong. It is our title deed tonight. It's all on the Word of God. You said, well, the foundation, you said, was Jesus Christ. Well, Jesus Christ is the Word. <laughs> In the beginning was the Word, John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, John 1.14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. It all goes back and hinges on the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith in the future is based on what God has promised to us in His Word. Our faith in His Word is the title deed to all that the Lord has promised us. I thought about this. We do not have all that God has promised us presently. Right now, we don't have everything that God's promised us. Think about it. We do not have a glorified body. We don't have our mansion in heaven. We don't have all of our rewards. We don't have our likeness to Christ. Uh, all of that we don't have yet. However, we believe by faith our foundation is in Him because our title deed, the Word of God, said that's the way it is. <laughs> you say, preacher, that's crazy. No, that's faith. Said, preacher, I don't understand that. 1 Corinthians 2.14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Uh, a man that is, and, and, and I'm not saying to believe the Bible means that we're dumb, but a man that is very learned and a, a very intelligent man a lot of times, it's hard for them to understand that because it is faith tonight. We believe it by faith. Well, what if it's wrong? It's still a great life. But preacher, what if the Bible's not right? I still wouldn't trade the life I'm living for any other life. But hear me and hear me well, it is right. It is true. I believe it by faith, but I've saw enough that it's beyond faith now. I, I hope that makes sense to you. It's beyond faith. Now, it's reality, Brother Aaron. The <laughs> walking in fellowship with the Lord, it's reality now, Brother Gray. When I pray, Him speaking to me and Him comforting me, it's reality now. Are you hearing me? Faith tonight. 
Our faith in the Lord gives us certainty about the future. Two words describe faith. Here it is, sure and certain. These two qualities need a secure beginning and ending point. The beginning point of faith is believing in God's character. He is whom he says he is. The end point in believing is God's promises. He will do what he says he will do. When we believe that God will fulfill his promises, even though we don't see those promises materializing yet, we demonstrate true faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I, you say, well, preacher, you act awful confident about that. Hear me and hear me well. I am confident about that. Let me tell you the reason I'm confident about that. Here's the reason I'm confident about that. I've seen him do what he said he would do. He said, call unto me and I'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know what? I pray God let us go over $100,000 again in 2023 in world missions. Guess what? Yesterday I was sitting at the house and my phone went off and it was a text from Miss Stephanie. And I looked at that text from Miss Stephanie and she said, I thought I'd just let you know we just exceeded $100,000 again this year in world missions. You know what that is? Hey, you know what that is? That's faith becoming reality. We by faith believed that God would do that. And God done it. It's him. He's able. Let me tell you the reason you're sitting here tonight and some of you used to live a completely different lifestyle than you live right now because one day somebody by faith prayed and believed that God would save you and change your life and their faith become reality because they saw God do it. The foundation of our faith the trust of our faith, what we base everything on is the Word of God and the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. It's all in Him. Watch this, number two. The evidence of faith. There is evidence of that. There, you are evidence of that tonight. I am evidence of that tonight. The evidence of faith. I, I, I want to look at this. Faith is the substance of things Hope for the evidence of things not seen. I, I read this this week's study, and let me read it to you. It said, for centuries, the islands of New Zealand were unpopulated. No human had ever set foot on them. Then the first settlers arrived. Uh, then the first settlers arrived. They were Polynesians uh, from other Pacific islands who had sailed thousands of miles, listen to this, in outrigger canoes. The Polynesians came with the purpose of settling in New Zealand. How did they know the land was there? How did they know they would not simply sail across empty seas until food and water ran out and they perished? The Polynesians had known up for generations that land was there because their voyages had seen a long white cloud on the distant horizon. They knew that when a cloud stayed in one place over a very long period of time, there was land beneath it. They called New Zealand 
the land of the long white cloud. You know what they done? By faith, they believed that that was there, and they sailed and they landed there. Are you with me? Think about this. Faith is a lot like that. It is a voyage to an unseen land, journeying to an unknown future. But it is not mere guesswork or chance or superstition. There is evidence or facts behind our faith. Facts that suggest a conclusion. It's faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 1 is a definition and description of what faith does for us. It makes things hoped for as real as if we had already had them. And it provides unshakable evidence that the unseen spiritual blessings of Christianity are absolutely certain and real. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Or faith not only gives our faith, not only gives us hope for the future, but it helps us face the present. It is the evidence of things or things that are done now that are not seen. You say, preacher, what are you saying? Here's what I'm saying. It is evident in what God's doing right now that we are headed to a far better place. We are headed to a far. You say, preacher, do you really believe that? I really believe that. You say, well, you're crazy. Well, call me what you want to, but I promise you I'll pass a psych evaluation. It's faith tonight. We believe God. We have evidence of what God has done in the past. We have evidence of what God is doing in the present to know what God has said will come true in the future. I may be losing you tonight, but boy, it's helped me. Things hoped for involved future hopes, the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's the things hoped for. The hope for blessings includes the future hope of the resurrection. The evidence of things not seen involves the return of the Lord Jesus Christ and the future glorification of the saints. The, uh, Dr. J. Oswald Sanders says this, Faith enables the believing soul to treat the future as present and the invisible as seen. And I just tell you, so I'm as good as in heaven standing right here. I'm as good as in heaven standing right here. If you're lost, you're as good as in hell where you're sitting at. If you don't put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, I'm as good as in heaven. Through faith in the Lord, we can see what others cannot see. When there's true faith in the heart, and I'm not talking about some vision. I believe you know what I'm talking about. When there's true faith in the heart, God bears witness to that heart by his spirit. By faith, Noah saw coming judgment. Abraham saw a future city. Joseph saw the exodus from Egypt. Daniel and the three Hebrew boys saw God's control over their lives as they faced the flames and the lions. And Moses saw God. It was all by faith. <laughs> 
Boy, think about that. Let me just read that again. By faith, Noah saw coming judgment. He said, it's going to rain. God's going to judge the place. You better get on the boat. They said, Noah, you've lost your mind. But when it started raining and water got up to their waist and up to their breast and up to their neck, I guarantee you they wouldn't say Noah's lost his mind then. He saw it by faith. Abraham saw a future city. Joseph saw the exodus from Egypt. Daniel and the three Hebrew boys saw God's control over their lives as they faced the flames and the lions. And Moses saw God. It was all by faith. When the Christian lives by faith, he believes what God says. He has never seen heaven. He has never seen an angel. He has never seen the Redeemer. He has never seen a body raised from the grave. The Word of God, however, is the evidence that what the Lord has said or promised is true. Because of this evidence, this proof, this convincing argument, we can have peace security, confidence, and courage to obey God, live by faith, and do His will for our lives. We can trust Him because He can be trusted. Can I say that again? We can trust Him because He can be trusted. You say, preacher, you just, you just completely talked me out of faith because you said we've never seen heaven. We've never seen an angel. We've never seen the Redeemer. We've never seen a body raised from the dead. But you know what? I've read a book that says it's all come true and it will come true. And you say, well, why do you believe that? Because I have saw his book in action. I saw what his book can do for my life. <laughs> Amen. I found hope in a hopeless situations in his book. I've seen him do the unspeakable that when it was done, you knew it was him. It's by faith that we believe him. Here's what the Bible said in Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, hearing by the word of God. How do we learn about faith? By the word of God. What is the word of God? It's our foundation. It's what we stand upon. It's what we believe. If we don't have it, we don't have anything. Let me just give you this in closing. I, 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 I've lost you, but let me give you this in closing. Faith is confidence in the trustworthiness of God. It is the conviction that what God says is true and that what he promises will come to pass. Faith is confidence in God that leads to obedience to God. It is not believing in spite of the evidence, but obeying in spite of the consequence. Truth, true faith is based on what God says and is demonstrated in what we do. People with faith do things for God and God does things for them. Amen. Can I just say that again? People with faith do things for God, and God does things for them. Faith is not a luxury. It is a necessity. It is for common people and not just great leaders. Faith is not limited to the possibilities, but invades the realm of the impossible. 
Someone has said, faith begins where possibilities end. If it's possible, then there's no glory for God in it. Can I just say that again? Faith is not limited to possibilities, but invades the realm of the impossibilities. That's what's so great about faith. What the world says is impossible. Through faith, we believe that God can do it, and we see him do it. I thought about this. By faith, Daniel had assurance of doing the impossible. By faith, Daniel had the answers from him who is immortal. Because of faith, David gave adoration to his Lord who was intimate and interested in his needs, supplying the secret of the royal dream. By faith, he being Daniel, surrendered his life to God's protection. By faith, he found serenity in God's presence. By faith, he enjoyed strength and courage from God's precepts and prayers. Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. By faith, they conquered their fear of imagination of what could have happened to them in the flames. By faith, they conquered their fear of intimidation standing alone against the king and the people of his kingdom. By faith, they conquered their fear of incineration. Their eyes were on the light of the world, not the light from a flaming furnace. They trusted God for their deliverance. What about Caleb? By faith, he planned his attack for four and a half decades to defeat giant men that would frighten the largest of the NFL players today. By faith, he placed his physical health in God's hands as he watched all disobedient men, 20 and older, die. Uh, think about this, die all around him at a rate of one death every 20 minutes for a period of 40 years. God honored his faith and kept him as strong at 85 as he was at 40. By faith he plummeted his enemies clearing them from the mountains promised to him by the Lord. What about Elijah when he faced King Ahab? By faith he spoke with authority to the king because he measured or because his message was from the king of kings and the Lord of lords. By faith he spoke with assurance this is what is going to happen. By faith he awaited God's provision day by day as the Lord fulfilled his word, turning mud to powdered dust, turning cool clear streams to stony paths and lush green trees to wooden barren skeletons. Elijah proved that God keeps his promises and by faith he believed him. His power, his promises, his prophecies, his provisions for our life can all be trusted by one thing, faith. And when I read about Elijah, and when I read about Ahab, him standing against Ahab, and I read about Caleb, and I read about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and I read about Daniel, and I read about Moses, and I read about Abraham, and I read about Noah, you know what it makes me want to do? Man, it wants to make it makes me want to trust God by faith to do the impossible because he can. When it's possible with man... When it's possible with man, then it takes God out. But when it's impossible with man, 
It introduces God and faith. I want to ask you this question tonight. And, and Miss Courtney, do you care to come play on the piano softly for me? I want to ask you this question tonight. And I asked it last Wednesday night. What are you trusting God for? What are you believing God for? It's faith tonight. The Bible said this in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him. We can't please God without faith. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So well, I'm praying for God to save somebody. Are you believing Him? His word, his word says, without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are we, are we believing him? What are you believing God for tonight? What's that area in your life? Or what's that, who's that person? Or what's that situation? that you're trusting God for right now? By faith. By faith. By faith. You say, preacher, preacher, do you really believe there's a heaven? No, I don't believe it. I know it. My faith has matured. Can I say that? Do you understand what I'm saying? My faith has matured. But Josh, I know there is. You say, you really believe there's a God? No, I know there's a God. Do you really believe that that King James Bible you hold in your hand is truth? No, I know it's truth. I know it is. You say, how do you know it, preacher? I just know it. <laughs> I just know it. You say, well, how? There was a day that it was faith. I come to God by faith in salvation. I believed that God would save me, and God done that. But since then, I, I know I'm saved because the night I asked him to save me, but I know I'm saved because what he's doing right now. So what do you mean by that, preacher? Here's what I mean. I know I'm saved because what he's doing right now. The prayers I see him answer, the things that I see him do that man can't do, the impossible situations that I see him step in and make it right. It's him, it's him, it's him. And it's true tonight. It's true tonight. I've said this a hundred times. I'm going to make her a hundred and one. We'll go to the house. If it's not true, it's still the greatest life a man can live. I have no regrets in serving Jesus. I have no regrets in giving. I'm 45 years old now, so more than a half of my life has been in the service of God. I have no regrets. I had a year and a half in my life where I got out of God's will. I never lost my salvation, but I got out of God's will. I've done a lot of things I wish I hadn't have done, and I regret every minute of it. I wish I could go back, Brother Tim, and do away with every bit of that. I'm not even going to talk about it because it's under the blood. Quit living in that and magnifying that. I wish I could change every bit of it, Brother Josh. But since that night when I sold out to God and gave him everything, I've not regretted a mile of the trip. I've seen him do things that there was no way 
It was my, it was God. It's faith tonight. And you're going to do one of two things. You're going to put your faith in him and trust him and die and go to heaven one day. Or you're going to choose not to put your faith in him and completely trust him and die and go to hell. That's just the end of the, that's the, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Right there it is. You're going to believe God and go to heaven or you're going to not believe God and die and go to hell one day. And you're going to open your eyes, and I don't even know why I'm preaching this on a Wednesday night like this, but I'm just going to go ahead and plow while I'm there. You're going to open your eyes in hell one day, screaming just like the rich man, and you're going to look back because your mind's still going to be there. His physical mind was still there. He knew he had brothers. He knew where he was at, and he said, somebody send him back to my brothers that they don't come into this place of torment. You're going to open your eyes in hell, and you're going to say, you know what? That 45-year-old man that stood that night at Amazing Grace Baptist Church he really was right the Bible really is true and now I'm in hell and there's no way out all because we simply chose to not by faith believe that he really is who he says he is boy I'm telling you I wouldn't trade this life I wouldn't trade brother Josh a piece of God that passeth all understandings Man, I'm going to tell you, in the past four or five days, I've stood in some very difficult places with some people. I'm talking about some very difficult places with people. And I saw a peace over them that there's no way they could have had it without God. There's no way, Brother Tim, without God. It's by faith. It's by faith. Faith's fun. (laughs) It's fun. Because when you believe Him for something, that you know only he can do. And then you see him do it. Makes me just want to call time out for a minute and shout for about an hour. Because it's him, man. It's him. Father, we love